1: Take your business further with the
3: smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com/businessgoldcard.
0: AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive to work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything AT&T I'm Will Lucas and this is Black Tag Green Money Heather Hiles, who founded Pathbright, is now managing partner of the VC firm Black Ops Ventures, which exclusively invests in Black Tech founders. She's also a director of the board at Udemy and has pre-IPO and going public experience. And on this episode, she's talking to Merlene St. Till, who's founder at Black Women on Boards, and who herself sits on six boards of directors and was on the board of four companies that IPO'd in 2021. This conversation from Afrotech Executive Brooklyn this year is enlightening about corporate board service, taking a company across the IPO finish line, and thoughtful perspectives from a truly experienced black director who gives you the game on the green, yellow, and red flags you'll want your antennas up for should you decide
3: to consider board service. Before we get into it, I'm curious, how many of you all are currently uh, directors on corporate boards? Okay, let's see some hands. Okay, excellent, excellent. And how many of you all intend to be in the future? That's what I'm really trying to see. Okay, okay, now we're talking. That's a, a, a good show. Um, uh, there are so many reasons why this is important to our society, to our uh, upcoming generation of folks, and, um, and important to ourselves and our families that we, um, we actualize our full potential. So this is a wonderful thing for us to be able to talk about. So, Marlene, let's get into it. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so, for starters, tell us about how you decided that you were going to be um, be a director on these corporate boards, and how you then went about r- realizing your goals. All right. Well, first
4: of all, thanks for having me, Morgan. It's wonderful to see you. Uh, I've known Morgan, gosh, six, seven years now. Um, I was she was just leaving into it, and had a pleasure of investing in Blavity, uh, so really early on. So really great to see her there. Great to spend time with you. Uh, we met at Directors Academy, which is an organization that was founded by my sponsor now, James White, uh, form, uh, former uh, CEO of uh, uh, J- Jamba Juice. And part of that conversation was, how do you think about making it accessible, right? Board services seem so opaque, so, Maybe before I answer that question, let's tell you what boards do. Do people know what boards do? Okay, but for for those of you who don't know, um, we we help hire, fire, and evaluate CEOs. We're appointed by shareholders, that could be stakeholders, customers, employees, to really do our fiduciary responsibility of uh, care, duty, and loyalty what that really means in layman's terms is that we should act as a team to really think about short and long and help set the organization on its course. If you're doing it right, you're seeing around corners, you're helping be a partner to the organization in many respects, and so that's what board service is, and I'm happy to answer any questions after that. Um, My first board uh, opportunity happened actually five years ago. After the Director's Academy, where I learned the nuts and bolts of how to become a board member, I was appointed to my first board. And the secret to that was just telling people, help connect the dots for people, because it's not like it's posted on LinkedIn. You don't find boards like that. And if someone tells you they can actually guarantee you on a board, run the other way. (laughs) Because part of it is there's an opportunity open, you have to find someone in your network to tell you that it's even open. And that's the issue. So for black women specifically, and I'll get into the organization I founded, is we're limited to our network, we lack the visibility, and we don't have the sponsorship. So for you to even know that an opening is happening, guess what, it's not posted anywhere. And it's the people who are already in who then have to refer people and on and on and on. So anyway, that, that to me, um, getting on my first uh, public board, five years ago um, was really what set the trajectory. And once you're on a board, by the way, you're, you're good. Because then you get all the calls and that's how that process goes, so.
3: Okay, excellent. No, that, that's exactly right. And so um, breaking into that network is is an intentional process. Yep. And um, can you tell us about what people can do to take those steps to get in there? Should they be looking at some kind of um, next generation you know, board board academy kind of thing, or um, how? what should they be doing?
4: Well, one of the things I, I, we're doing at, at Black women On Boards, uh, besides helping people get on boards, is reaching back to the senior managers, mid-career folks, because what I can tell you right now, the decisions you make early in your career greatly affect your ability to get on a board. Meaning, I need you to be taking PL responsibilities, taking that international assignment, understanding things that are the hard things that's attractive to a board and so that's part of the readiness i would say once you're about i would say senior director vp level it does help you to understand what a board does like i just explained it to you but you really need to understand what committee work is Um, you need to understand really uh, the lingo on say and Uh, as an example, like the things that people talk about, the financial metrics, you need to understand that because without it, it's like you're trying to enter a foreign or learn a foreign language without any kind of background. It's really hard. And so Directors Academy or uh, the Santa Clara just did, uh, uh, just for black corporate directors, I'm a mentor and some of you may have gone through that or have heard about it. Stanford Directors College, uh, HBS has it, there are a whole bunch of programs out there, uh, so you can learn the nuts and bolts, and then it's just then telling people. It
3: is, is it is a networking process, and I, I will share from from my experience. I wanted to make sure that I and luckily I was invited with you to me to join the audit committee. You also should know what your superpowers are and how to optimize them so that they look at you and say she'd be great on on uh, the audit committee or uh, we need some." someone with a legal background, and so they're looking for that kind of person. Usually when they get to the point where they're looking for directors, they have certain criteria in mind, and it is a a matter of the numbers, kind of like a relationship, kind of like dating, to find where you fit in best. Um, Will you talk to us about, now that you're in a position, you've been on so many different kinds of boards, what what is your process for how you select the right kinds of boards to serve on? Um, Because we may not all get the first ideal opportunity, first time out of the gate, um, but if we have in mind the kinds of boards where we can add the most value, where we're most engaged, um, that is the best use of our time because they're gonna be most lucrative, uh, what are the things you look for?
4: Yeah, so all of those things you said are so, so important. The hardest part when you're trying to get your first one is not to just take anything. I need you to not do that, because guess what? Your brand is so connected to whatever company you decide to join. So you should interview them as much as they're interviewing you. But I have to say, your first one, you may have to compromise a little bit. But once you're on a board, I do think being selective, if you're still an operator, by the way, operators just means you have a day job you're probably limited to one or two. So be super selective, and if you're like me, by the way, uh, I just switched to full-time board service about a year and a half ago, um, and it was really my former boss um, at Intuit, who, um, when I was deciding what to do next, he's like, you should just do boards. I'm like, I'm too young to retire. He said, I didn't say, retire, just do what you want. Um, (laughs) And so, it's, it's someone who was with me when I got on my first board, who took me off a path that I think has been generational changing from a a wealth perspective.
0: Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of Black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of.
1: Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
5: How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com b-e-n, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com b-e-n.
2: My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man.
1: Take
3: your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
4: And it's just, you have to see what's happening, how people get on these pre-IPO boards. And ultimately, I love two-fers in life, so you can get on a pre-IPO board, make your money, and also be on a public board, so.
3: Right, and because uh, I kept trying to figure out how could I get onto a publicly traded company board, and the, the best and easiest way was going with a pre-IPO company. Now I chair NamGov, and by the way, that helps me with my goal of trying to get other women of color into the director seats. We're looking for two new directors. So I've made sure we have candidates who are black women for those opportunities. So the other, I think, next level challenge at least that I've taken on is how do I make sure other black women join me at the same table? That's really the next level after you get yourself these opportunities. Um, So but you've taken it even further than that, Merlene because you founded Black Women on Board specifically to accelerate the process and get more black women on. Tell us what that accelerator does.
4: All right, I'll tell you the accelerator in a second, but you just said something super important. You would learn in these training programs a, a committee called Nominations and Governance short for Nom and Gov. That charter is to do just what she says, which is help find new candidates. That's their goal. And so you can see if you join a board, you actually can affect change by joining that committee. So I do want you to think if you want to help, that's one committee to do. So Black Women on Boards started um, in the middle of pandemic uh, and it was really a dear friend of mine and a mentor, Robin Washington. She sits on the board of Alphabet, Salesforce, Honeywell and StockX. And we were just chatting and catching up and towards the end of that call, where we have champagne problems, which is both of us can't get on another board. And so we said, <laughs> and so I'm we- i still th-
3: waiting for that champagne problem. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so we said, wouldn't it be great if we just had a little happy hour with five of my friends, five of her friends? And I'm like, yeah, and we'll do it at Brown Estate Winery, which is one of the premier black-owned wineries in Napa. Uh, and I'd love to have you guys drink, but I wanna get you on boards too. So we brought a venture capital person along And so that little group of of 18 women eventually became 150. And I don't know if you guys have the um, uh, clip, you could show that on February 8th, I was here in New York City to ring the opening bell of NASDAQ to celebrate. to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the first black woman on a Fortune 500 board, which was Patricia Robert Terrace. So, yeah.
3: Shout out to her. What year was that?
4: 1971. Woo. So you can only imagine, the way I roll is, I come up with idea and then I execute. So getting to 150 members, I was able to bring 45 of us. It was really such euphoria. Uh, 61% of our members sit on public boards, but the goal is because we sit on boards, we get the calls. So I'm looking for that VP who doesn't have any connections, and I promise you I I can probably get her connected by go to Director's Academy, go to Santa Clara, make the connections and accelerate that networking process. So that's what we're doing. And um, so that's part of it.
3: That's wonderful. Um, It just dawned on me. For people who are you know, rising through the ranks, so they're not quite ready to put their, their hat in the ring, if you will, what are the things that you, you mentioned earlier have P&L responsibility, but can you tell us um, anything else about like, how, are we, how do people need to gear up to get ready to, to find these opportunities?
4: I mean, I, I think it's understanding what's valued in a boardroom right now. So typically, it would have been a CEO, CFO, but I could tell you, when I went through the Director's Academy, I remember one of the faculty, and by the way, when you're faculty in these programs, you're teaching for free, um, which is a good thing. Uh, one of the faculty members was, uh, she was the, on the board of GM, Kathy Marinelli, I don't know if you remember her. She looked at me and said, I can tell you that technology, cybersecurity, uh, digital transformation is going to be so important in a boardroom. And this was before I got on my first board. So the whole room know, knew that was my background. And they kind of just all turned to me and was like, she's talking to you. <laughs> and lo and behold, uh, a few months later, I was appointed to my first board. Okay. So a lot of it is the confidence to know
3: you belong. You, and you, you all belong. Everybody yeah. in this room belongs. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> and, and, and then it's knowing how to position your skills and how to talk about them to say, hey, I'm your person. You know, I understand technology and the architecture of it. And so if you're in a traditional business that's going through the digital transformation, I'm the person who can be a strategic partner. Um, So I have expertise in learning and um, education and technology. And so Udemy came after me because the first thing I did when, when I joined the board was help them build a strategic plan for us going public. So knowing that you can come in and you can talk data with your folks, or you can talk about um, the, the next phase of the, the plan, whatever it is, so knowing how to position your skills yep. for those opportunities. Excellent.
4: Yeah, and just to give you a little specific, if you can think about, it's called value proposition. What is your value to the organization? Help connect the dots for the people, because they're looking for, if you think a board as a team, you have people who play positions, and how do you fit as in one of those positions? So you wanna make that
3: easy. So. Um, will you tell us a little bit about um, the executive management? And so for people who are uh, rising stars in their companies, mm-hmm. are there ways in which they can get the attention or build relationship with directors at their company? Is that a good idea? Um, Always, okay. yeah. So.
4: I often say that I think women, and black women in particular, are over-mentored and under-sponsored. So, (laughs) You guys get
3: the distinction. There's a big one.
4: So the idea is you need to find people who are going to invest in you, okay? They're going to nominate you for an international assignment or say, give her this additional responsibility that's the advocacy because that person's using their capital, their personal capital to make an opening doors for you. By the way, that's what I do on Black Women on Boards. And for the men here, I'm, I love you too. You, I have to tell you, Aaron, who is the CEO of Blavity, I helped him with some negotiations when he was getting his first board. It's something I'm super passionate about. I think it's just important. I do it for everyone. But specifically, I knew that if someone was coming to me for a board assignment, it's my exact profile that they're looking for, right? So you just need to find people who want to invest in you, in your companies. And if someone's not investing in you, you have to think hard about how you're spending your time
3: absolutely absolutely uh we uh <laughs> i wonder i wonder if they're sorry b- no, 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 no. No, should, it was a drop mic kind of moment that's all <laughs> i'm um you know i'm wondering if i want to make sure we're answering all the questions that you all have and um and i think we have a couple more minutes so i'm wondering if anybody has a burning question i yeah I'm, Okay, great. We have a few people who have burning questions. Um, Can we, uh, yeah, can you just stand up? I'm sure we can hear you. It's it's an intimate group.
4: Is that Simone? There you go. Hello.
3: Hey, y'all. So I'm actually asking this on behalf of a few
0: people in the room, right, including myself. Can you (laughs) give us a why, right? Um, A lot of people, I think, are like, join a board, join a board. What is the reason that this is beneficial to you,
4: including the dollars and cents?
3: Thank you. Thank you. See, I knew there were some burning questions out there. We weren't, we weren't hitting on.
4: So the dollars and cents, I, I would say that's obvious, right? You guys get that you want to get paid and create generational wealth. Okay, cool.
0: Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
5: All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals.
1: Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few!
6: Drive the Nissan Rogue. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express business gold card.
3: It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card.
0: at and connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
3: Wait, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think, I, okay. I, I think okay. that there's, also, there's also a hierarchy of boards. There,
4: there are high, high, okay four types of boards. There are the nonprofits where sometimes you pay with not only your time, but you pay to help fundraise. There's a, there are advisory boards, sometimes they, they're paid or not paid. There are private boards that ultimately, hopefully, go public. And then there are public boards. So the dollars and cents can matter from the pr- private to the uh, public boards. I would say the base level for a public board, we're talking 150 plus or minus, something like that, a year. Uh, usually with a cash uh, and stock re- retainer. Mid level for private, two two fifty annual, right, and a mix, same stock, um, cash mix, and then on the top level boards, it could be you know three hundred and up. Okay, uh, private, because you start so early, and Aaron knows this because I helped him negotiate a much better deal. You can really set the tone if you're the first director. Negotiate and negotiate hard. Cause you get to say, do I own 1% of the company? You typically aren't getting that much, but you can dial it to whatever, quarter of a point all the way up to, that, so that's one. The other reason you want to join a board, this is where decisions happening. Right. This is the room that if I ask a question around whatever, and I often do around, are you thinking about talent? How are you thinking about uh, diversity? I I talk about strategy, but I ask all these questions. People are responding, and the next thing you know, we're measuring what
3: matters. That's exactly, And, and when you said we're measuring what matters, that's the real thing. When you are at the governance level, so you are responsible for the hiring, firing, and performance evaluation of the CEO of the company and you're the only person, that, the only body that holds the CEO accountable. Yep. So when you give him or her um, the measures of success, they need to say things like, how diverse is your executive team? And if that's being measured, then that's how her or his performance is evaluated, and if not, it's not even a thing. Yeah. And, um, and so I know from nomgov now, We have two very important C-level positions coming up at Udemy, the CHRO and the CMO. I want to see diverse candidates, and in fact, I'm going to raise holy hell if we don't have a slate of diverse candidates even under consideration. Similarly, for two director positions, I've said to them, we can't have just all white women because they already said we're going to have women directors. Great. And they need to be women of color who are at least considered, and, and and if there are two slots, at least one. So, <clears throat> but you only have that kind of agency and that kind of influence if you're a director. And, um, and just to really underscore the pre-IPO situation, um, you may have s- options that you get for pennies that then once the company goes public and they're kind of a year or two um, after being launched, these shares can be worth millions and millions of dollars. Seven or eight. Yeah. So uh, 12 sometimes. <laughs> I mean, so, so really, it's those big paydays when you talk about wealth creation. It's the big paydays that l- allow you to do big things and, and, and get your wealth creation to the, to the different levels. And that's why incrementally, that's so much more powerful than just being on a publicly traded company board. So, um, I mean, this is worth, uh, we don't have families that ever did this before, so we got to share it with each other, you know? (laughs) We're all first timers.
4: And I was going to add, that's one of the reasons why the accelerator uh, that I formed, um, and if you want to know about it, just Google Fortune and BWOB, we're taking 20 women through this process. It's venture, five venture firms that have signed up to just be partners, not only giving dollars, but they are building relationships and one-on-ones with the portfolio CEOs and office hours because we're investing to, to help them get, they basically have first dibs on these women and if not, they're gonna open their network. So it's really just what's so special and why you know, I have created these relationships um, over the 20 something years that I've lived in Silicon Valley and I'm just leveraging that to, to
3: bring others along, so. And that's what's so amazing is that you're taking the time, you're busy with on six boards, um, but you're taking the time to build a pathway for all of these other black women. And so thank you for that, Merlene. That's amazing. My pleasure. Because I won't name names, but some of us are just focused on ourselves and we're not putting all this time and effort into to bringing us all along. So this is very, very empowering. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. My pleasure. Do I have
4: time for one more? Okay, question? yes.
3: I th- and there's a burning one over here. There are two. Can we get try and get those two? <laughs>
4: I'll be around. You can take my, you can
0: take my Test.
4: Hi, thank you so much for speaking. I'm Adi Adawusi, I'm a product manager at Microsoft, and I'm currently living in Atlanta. So if I want to be on the board of a tech company, do I need to move to Silicon Valley? No. No? Okay, all right. Because I, li- I literally have people from across the country in this accelerator. Yeah. Yeah. You don't That's have right. to move there. It's helpful, but you don't and, have to move there. And
3: there are and they're directors from all over yeah, the world. Yeah, I mean, really? they're all over. They're all over. Okay, can,
4: I'm gonna ask, uh, tell you why I asked, because you mentioned how networking is so important to, get, to know when those openings are coming up. You need to know the directors who get the calls. I get emails all the time, who do you know for this? If I don't know you, I can't refer you. Right. So it's, you need to know the CEOs and you need to know the board directors. You living If you move to California, that won't help you because you still won't know the people who are getting the calls. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's connection and just be investable. And What I mean by that is I look for grit, your tenacity, your ability to keep pushing forward and persevere, right? Then I invest in you. And then I open my network and people are investing in people. So does that is that helpful? Yeah,
1: but We're gl- We're global. Okay, it, I will be following up, <laughs> thank
3: you. That's right, that's right. And I will say Merlene is in is shopping around and looking for more support with black women on board. I need to fire myself. She 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 needs. <laughs> so this is a huge opportunity also for people who really want to get steeped in this. Okay, there's a question over here. Oh, yeah. oh okay, you got that one and that one and then oh, her. Okay, great. Good day. My name is Natasha Taplin. I am with SisterBiz Global Network. Um, my question is to Two parts, one question. Um,
4: how do you know um, the time commitment that it takes for each board where you can serve on m- multiple? And what does the commitment look like as far as year to year? Is it one year, two years? No, all right. This is, what's, this is why this, this is a, is a really little, good question. yeah, it's a great question. This is very different than your operator job. While you may get mergers and acquisition, meaning you get a buyout and you're out in a year, you should expect that you're gonna outlive CEOs, which the average tenure is about five or so years. So think of it as a decade, eight to 10 year commitment.
3: And the other thing I'll say is that while traditionally a lot of recruiters went after the CEOs of other companies, most of them really don't have the bandwidth and the time to commit nor do they have the the kind of landscape perspective and the the space from the day to day operations that people who are full time board members or directors like Merlene um, has to offer. And so um, I've I mean I so I think there are two routes. If you're an active CEO, probably one is realistic, and and sometimes it's a stretch because being a CEO is all encompassing. Morgan, yeah. and then um, and then if you're doing you know i think maybe four or five is you know is like a full docket for somebody who's a full-time director is that right
4: It's right and I, i i would tell you in times of crisis like when the pandemic happened get ready to be on calls a lot so tip yeah so typically it is quarterly that you meet but there are committee meetings so it's it's and,
3: yeah. and if it's a pre IPO you know, company i was yeah, in weekly monthly, meetings monthly. for <laughs> uh, for the the couple months before it went public, public yeah. it was like every it was like every week and we had an extra committee and it was a thing it yeah. was really incredible. yeah if you
4: have a IPO that's that's interesting cuz it's a lot of work to go through that in a pandemic for sure weekly calls if there's a crisis of the company daily sometimes um, for a short period of time. So you need to know what you're signing up for. It sounds glamorous, right? But there's real work, so.
3: Okay, I'm afraid we're, we're, um, we're gonna take one more question. Oh, we are, okay, We're gonna okay, keep, try cool. and keep it brief, and then we've gotta <laughs> roll to our next speaker. It's like having access to the PNL and those type of competencies competencies are valuable for a board. Now
4: we're seeing that diversity or just being a diverse person is something that people are pursuing for board members. Can you give an example maybe of how you as a black woman being on the board plays out into the decision and the influence that you have in the boardroom? If someone wants you on their board because you're a black female or black man, don't join that board. I need you to understand that you need, so you just happen to be in that package that's very attractive right now, but you need to be able to contribute. What's important right now in what I think is creating shareholder value, uh, more so in the data, this is a good data point for you, in 1975, 18% of what created business value was culture Talent and innovation. You fast forward 45 years later, that's almost half and half. So, yes, you could have, so that, by the way, is why CHROs are really hot right now. But if someone just wants you for your gender or race, that's not the place for you. Because you're not, the contributions and how you spend your time, I, for me, it's very, very important. I want the things that I'm saying to really contribute to the company's uh, trajectory, short and long. So hopefully that answers your question.
3: Awesome, thank you. This was so wonderful, (laughs) Merlene. Thank you so very much.
0: Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia and it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas with additional production support by Love Beach and Marissa Lewis Special thank you to Micah Davis, Jermaine Hall and Vanessa Serrano Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at Afrotech.com Enjoying Black Tech Green Money? Leave us a 5-star rating on iTunes Go get your money Peace and love
6: Right rug
5: flooring.